All right, hello, idiots on Brady to Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. All is How's well here, Jake. I want to jump right in and say I have a new favorite person in my life. It's William Barr. Who's this? I love this guy. Human piece of shit, William Barr, the dad from that dinosaur show. I mean, he he uh, intervenes in the Roger Stone uh, sentencing. He does yes. look like a dad from the dinosaur show. That that was that was a that was a very nice throwback for the seven people who remember that show. It was a perfect. <laughs> he, he intervenes in the Roger Stone uh, sentencing, saying, "No, no, yes, he's he's a uh, this, he he found guilty of federal crimes, but don't don't put him in pre- in prison uh, for too long. He's a friend of the president." And then, I mean, all he's ever done is is uh, stuck his tongue up Trump's ass. And then he comes out and says, I wish Trump would stop tweeting. I'm so angry. He makes it difficult for me to do my job. I mean, I wish I could be so nakedly uh, just just a liar. I wish I could go right out and, and, and be blatantly bad at what I do and then belligerent about it. It must be nice. Yeah, I, I don't think him saying that is going to keep his job that long. I, 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 I really do think that's sort of well, the beginning Well, I don't have it in front of me. I don't know if you saw, but I think it was yesterday it hit that uh, over 1,000 people that used to work for either former prosecutors or people in the Department of Justice signed an open letter saying he needs to go. Because it's funny that um, when he intervened and said Roger Stone deserves just a, a pat on the wrist and a slap on the wrist and a and an attaboy for helping the president instead of the nine years in prison the prosecutors were calling for. Every single story I saw, everyone said that this is highly unusual. The Department of Justice usually lets its prosecutors do its own thing. They uh, It doesn't come from the top down. For someone to get involved is complete bullshit. And then he says, eh, no, no, I'm, I'm just doing my job. And so former employers are coming out and saying he, he is not doing his job. Anyway, it must, it must be nice to, to have no sense of, I don't even know what you call it, self-awareness, uh, morality, um, a conscience. What, what, how do you describe it? I mean, it's, it's hilarious to, for him to, the, the actions, to, to so blatantly be a protectionist of the president uh, and, and then say that he's just doing his job when he's doing things that no one has ever done in his office before. Yeah, it's it's bizarre, man. I mean, when um, when when Nixon would do shit like uh, I I I don't know, fire people for for ratting him out or or, or prosecuting him in any way or something like that. I, he, he would do it in secret. We'd have to find out about it through uh, bugs in his office that he had planted and forgot were there apparently. Um, Trump puts it on Twitter. It's 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 pretty fucking weird how how uh, yeah well, it's how not open just, that is. Um, so, uh, oh, I just figured out another guy Barr looks like John Goodman if he was playing Benjamin Button sometime <laughs> when he was a seventeen-year-old baby. <laughs> That's solid. That's a good one. Well, with Trump, someone's already talked about that. I'm not sure if it was Bill Maher or Adam Carolla or Trevor Noah, but. I, I've heard someone say the the genius of Trump is. Oh, oh I thought you meant the John Goodman <laughs> Benjamin Button thing. I was like, really? Fuck me, no, man! No, that was the a genius weird of one. Trump being that he does everything so out in the open that he normalizes it instead of doing everything in secret and being shady. 
he literally just says, yeah, this is what I'm doing. And then his supporters go, God damn right. That's what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense in that I, I, I don't think that most people that voted for Trump and, and I say most people, I'm not including the people at his rallies with the hats and all that kind of shit. I'm talking about most of the people that voted for him. I, I, I truly believe did not vote for him because they thought that he was going to be a good president or that he wasn't corrupt or any of that. I think they were so pissed off at the establishment, Washington, D.C., like like both mainstream parties, that they were like, I'm, I'm going to throw a giant orange rock through the window of the White House and just see what happens well, to I've troll you guys. Well, I've actually heard interviews, they... Uh, they- NPR, I think, went to, not I think, I know, they went to Youngstown, Ohio after the auto plant closed, and bl- they, they talked about how it was a blue-collar union auto plant town that had always voted reliably Democrat, and then went to Trump, and they interviewed people, and they all said what you said. They literally said, I, I realized that I'd been doing the same thing over and over, and I just wanted to throw a grenade into the mix. And they said, well, you vote for him again? And he said, I don't know. I, it's not like I love him. It's not like it, he hasn't been a savior to me. And neither was the Democratic Party. So that was the thing, is they had voted reliably Democrat, and the Democrats were right. like, hey, we're for jobs, just not yours. And so they voted for Trump. Right. Your shit goes to 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 Bangladesh or or wherever. Hey, don't worry though. We have green jobs at some point coming somewhere in the country. It may be sorta, kinda not here. That's not a good fucking campaign for that. Right. Exactly. Area. It it. People just want now. I need food on the table now. I have a paycheck right. uh, that I need now because I have a bill that's due now. They are not interested in, you know, what happens later. And to be to be fair, like like most of his answers for those people were complete bullshit that he basically made up on the spot at a rally, uh, like like a comic riffing out a a, a new joke and, and working on the punchlines. Like that's that's where he came up with well, most he, of his solutions he's just said for those as much. people. I don't know if you remember um, this. He talked about drain the swamp oh, as yeah, an accent. Yeah. He said, "I just threw it out there. I thought it sounded nice. People were chanting." And he's like, "All right, let's just go with that." Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I I originally said draining sucks. Uh, in retrospect, that sounds way worse. Uh, I'm glad I kind of stuttered and it turned out swamp. That's that's better. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Jobs are on the way. That went uh, again. Pulled it out of my ass right here on stage. Uh, I'm gonna save your jobs. I said, and then you fucking idiots cheered and and elected me. No, um, but at, at least look. At least he had. The, the the foresight to go to those people and lie to them as as opposed to the Democrats the last election who said um, vote for us or, or, or you're a Nazi I'm not even going to campaign in this state you know that's that's what they essentially said to that most of those true. people that is true and uh, look how it worked out for them she, they lost Pennsylvania Ohio Michigan and Wisconsin Ohio's swing but Pennsylvania Michigan and Wisconsin could have won it for the Democrats but they said oh they always vote reliably democrat we don't need to campaign there and oops yeah and i you know i, I part of me gets that too cuz i'm like yeah okay they were up against a crazy orange maniac with no fucking experience who uh, is clearly an embarrassment for the country 
I can hang out at Starbucks. I don't, I don't really need to go outside today. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I get that kind of mentality there. But it, at the end of the day, they, I, they should I, have. This is a sideways thought, and it goes hand in hand with what we're talking about. Um, I, I, you and I talked off the air a couple weeks ago, and uh, I'll admit something to our uh, seven listeners. Uh, I told you off air, I said, hey, you know, we used to have eight listeners, and we lost one. Um how do we reformat, re-kajigger? How do we how do we get that listener back? And I realized after we spoke, I think maybe, and I'm not saying we should change because we can't. I mean, we could, but I think we'd be selling out. I think maybe one of our problems is one week we 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 bitch about Trump, and the very next week we bitch about Democrats. And right now we live in a time where people like to live in their own little corner. And if someone turns us on and goes, Oh, they're bitching about Trump. I don't like that. And then the, or someone else turns us on and says, oh, they're bitching about the Democrats. And I think it's funny because I don't know if that is the reason we lost that one listener, but we're pretty equal opportunity. Fuck everybody when they fuck up. Like we, we make fun of we, we, we'll go after any sort of hypocrisy or stupidity. And I'm not sure how many people like that because we live in such a divided nation. I think people like safety zones. Yeah, it's 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 super polarized. Um, we we have said things on this podcast today that uh, y- y- you know people on on the right would be would consider pure socialist deep state propaganda, and that you know many people on the left left would be would consider hate speech and um, alt right rhetoric, and and that we should be deplatformed. I mean, that's you know. You 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 got to go either all in, and that's that's a fucking ridiculous notion. Um, on 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 either side, you, you, you know, it, it's it's not intellectually honest to just blindly toe the line for one party in any fucking thing that it says. And, uh, well, and, it's, and it's on ridiculous. the other side, we have said last week we talked about the the Democrats. We shit all over them, which means uh, to go with what you just said, we are not woke enough. We 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 are. Uh, you know, yelling at mom and dad instead of uh, supporting blindly whichever candidate, and people don't like that either. We're we're we need to just fall in line, which not going to happen. Yes, but speaking, and 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 we do have more than eight listeners. <laughs> listeners, that was a running joke forever. Is that we, we had seven. He, he kept saying it. it. It was, but then I I thought about it. I was like, he sounds very literal <laughs> with this shit. <laughs> I should point out that we, we have we a few have, more we people. Had, we, we had dipped like uh, overall. I I don't know if I told you the specifics, but it was somewhere in the average of like five. We have an we had an average listening audience of a certain size, and then it dipped, and we did bounce back a little. I didn't tell you that we we've bounced back by a few. So we're we, maybe it was just a. a a little blip. Sweet. I have no idea, but I noticed it. I'm like, oh, that's not good. So hopefully you're still sticking around. But speaking of shitting on Democrats, um, let's get into some news stories. Uh, aside from William Barr being my new favorite person, I, 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 Jake, I put this in an email to you when I said, when, let's when we podcast. I think I should be in charge of the Democratic Party. I absolutely do. Yes, uh, actually, you sent me links. You you sent me two links, and and not not that one. It was um yeah you you sent me two of one article so I I don't I didn't I didn't well, I, I wasn't able to read the whole that article point was, I forgot to tell you um the, the right now the Democrats they seem to run on um, vote for me because the other option is Trump and look how well that worked out for him in 2016 as you already uh, you already pointed out however last week 
uh, Trump announced his next budget proposal, and it's nothing but cuts to Medicare, Social Security, Medicaid, education, and maybe run on that, Democrats. Maybe run on, like, go find the clips of Trump in 2016 running for president saying, I am not going to touch Medicare, and then you know, do a super cut like, here's Trump. I will not touch Medicare. Here he is in 2019. I'm going to gouge Medicare. I will not touch Social Security. Like, show. Because people like Medicare and Social Security. And then I sent you another story, and this one is hilarious. Uh, the other week, I sent you a story. You and I talked on the podcast about the world's, not the world's, uh, the longest drug tunnel was found between Tijuana and San Diego, yet they keep talking about build the wall, build the wall. Well, now (laughs) smugglers and drug runners are using rebar that looks like the wall and attaching it to the wall and creating ladders built into the wall. They are attaching rebar to the wall and climbing over... Yes, yes. Well, the, the wall was a good idea, but then uh, uh, Mexican criminal super geniuses created something. What it is, is it's two big pieces of pe- pieces of steel next to each other with little tiny steps in the middle of the two pieces of the steel. It's some kind of technology called a ladder. La, la, la it's like a Spanish, it's L-A-D-E-R-S, ladders. La, la it's like a Spanish word. Some some Mexican super criminal thought of it. Uh, James Bond villain-esque. I don't know how they came up with this, but yeah, they just set it next yeah, to it I and they climbed the fuck over the thing. One small part, and that's that these, uh, the, the so you have the two steel things and you have little, like you said, little cross sections. Well, hopefully the president's able to track down this Jose Ladares uh, who, who, who these, invented these things and can, can keep thing, him from creating more. Is these little uh, cross-sections, they can support weight, so they, 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 they can climb on them. What, yeah, yeah, the, the little steps. Yeah, that's the thing. Is is there yeah. a tech, uh, He like welds them to the sides of the two long pieces of the steel, and then you can climb up them. It, he's a fucking genius, this Jose Ladares. <laughs> it's amazing. And yet, so here, with me being in charge of the Democratic Party, if I if I was in charge, I should be in charge, I would go to the candidates running and say, okay, not only does this wall not work, but here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. You go f- back to 2015, when, he, when, this, uh, when President Trump was running for office, you find 10,000 clips of him saying to audiences... And who's going to pay for the wall? And they all chant Mexico. And he goes, Mexico. And you find quotes from him saying, Mexico is going to pay for it. Mexico. And then you go to 2019 and you find the many articles and many quotes of him saying, I'm going to pull money from the United States military, money that was budgeted towards schools and on base housing for our soldiers and their families. And I'm going to use that to build my wall. And just let people draw their own conclusion right there. Let them say, wait a second, our military is losing housing and schools. The people that serve our country are losing out, and Mexico's not paying anything. Right, that's that's why I was kind of nervous about this whole impeachment thing. I'm glad it got wrapped up in the time that it did, because now they can attack him on, on, on his record and not uh, on the, the, the thing with Ukraine or any of the stuff with Russia. I'm not saying they're not right with a lot of that stuff. I'm saying it won't fucking matter because he can he can shake that off. He can call it fake news. He can whatever. But it it's it's a lot. All of his ideas. He's had four years to put those into place, 
and ideas are infinitely harder once once it comes time to test those ideas it's one thing to yell about walls and mexico paying for them it's another thing to make it happen it turned out uh uh the american voters paid for the wall and and mexico paid for the ladders that's how that shit went (laughs) and that's why and and i want to go back to uh, maybe we are just shitting on democrats that's my overall problem with Bernie Sanders. Now, I, I'm not a Bernie hater, but even if you say you don't like Bernie Sanders or you don't like an idea of his... He wants our government to pay for the ladders as well? <laughs> then Bernie bots go after you. No, I think Bernie is, in his own way, kind of like Trump in that he will promise everything, and when he gets into office, it's going to be... Sp- fucking difficult as shit to not only work with Republicans and say, hey, we're going to give free tuition and Medicare for all, but moderate Democrats will not vote for it. They'll be more like when John McCain gave his thumbs down on on doing away with the ACA, they will have it's it's you need, in my opinion, uh, an Amy Klobuchar, someone moderate who will go in and say, We've got the ACA. Let's start expanding it. Let's work slowly, not throw... Like, to me, Bernie is just another hand grenade. You you threw one hand grenade in, and he's just a hand grenade on the other side. And it... In my mind, he's obviously. Yeah, I, I think I think there'd be a lot of that. That being said, I, I at least think in in areas like um, uh, college tuition and and Medicare, it's at least somebody in there who's who's going to really fucking kick really hard one way and one direction. It's not going to end up exactly like he said, but it, it, at least he comes across to me as as genuine in his intentions, um, as opposed. Trump is genuine too. I'm just saying I like Bernie's point of view much, much better. I Bernie will head the country in a different path. Yeah, but but no, but but he's but he's not though. Trump Trump's a guy who's just going to say what he needs to say to fucking get in, and then do whatever he's he's going to do and and fix it and call it good. You, you know what I mean? Like like oh, yeah, there's yeah, some yeah. duct tape on it. It's a wall. Um, whereas Bernie Sanders at least seems like he's he's been consistent with that message for like 50 goddamn years or whatever and i mean it's is it gonna all be government-run health care and free tuition for everybody no but at least we can maybe get some of that stuff a little cheaper we can maybe get get the government to pay for it as opposed to you know like really really poor people it's it's not gonna look like he says it's gonna look but it's 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 at least gonna be a push in in the right direction do i do i think it's gonna end up perfect no, um, hell, I, I wouldn't want completely government-run healthcare. I, I, I have completely government-run healthcare now. It's called the VA, and it's not the fucking utopia Bernie Sanders is, is 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 promising. If every hospital in this country was the VA, people would still be bitching. I promise you. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I, and and I'm I don't know if I made it clear enough. I would and will vote for Bernie absolutely because. He will set a different tone for the country, and it's a much better tone, and his ideas are better, and I agree with you, he's a genuine. I just also think that, like Build the Wall or other things that uh, Trump promised that went nowhere, I think a lot of Bernie's... Yeah, uh, I, I, I do too. I, I do too. I mean, I don't think... I, I, I don't... I, the Getting people health care, I don't think is going to go as nowhere as as this crazy wall thing but it's it's 
it, it's it's definitely not going to end up the, the the way he thought. I mean, fuck. Look, look at the Affordable Care Act. Look, look at how fucking difficult that was. That that wasn't nearly as extreme as what he's talking about. And that was a Republican idea, Mitt Romney, the right. Heritage Foundation, and they fought yeah. it because a Democrat was trying to implement it. Right. Exactly. Yeah, nothing is easy. It's just a matter, and but that's my problem with any fanatic supporter of any candidate. Anyone that says my candidate's going to do this, my well, he's going to try. Yeah, he's going to try to do these things, but it it doesn't mean they're going to happen. Well, I do. You know, here's one guy that I do feel fanatical about his message. Andrew Yang. I think Andrew Yang was dead on that Pete Buttigieg is a robot from Westworld. He was going to prove it in the next debate. <laughs> Had he not dropped out, he was going to go and rip his fake fucking robot face off and, and expose him for the, for the evil machine that he is. That could have happened. All right. Um, let's jump off politics to, um, I, I sent you this. I don't even know if you, you, you read the story, if you even needed to read the story, because it's one of those, uh, you read the headline, and it pretty much tells you everything you need to know. Uh, Reverend Richard Bucci, B-U-C-C-I, Bucci, I don't know, uh, priest in Rhode Island, made headlines with his, quote, pedophilia doesn't kill anyone but abortion does he bans 44 lawmakers from receiving communion at his church because they are pro-choice and he's like no no at least pedophiles don't kill their victims (laughs) a 72 year old priest so you know he's right in touch with the times and the tunes and the he's hip with the kids 72 years old and saying yes yes sure the catholic church has fucked the unholy hell of it a lot of little boys but at least we didn't kill any cells, uh, a clump of cells. Ah, stick to the script, Reverend. You got a 2,000-year-old Harry Potter book that people like. Just read out of that fucking thing. When riffing goes wrong, what are you doing? It's funny, though, in a a way. This is maybe... I I, I talked about this a few weeks ago. There should be stories that are called, I shouldn't find this funny, but I do. Um, (laughs) I'm going to say, he's not wrong. I mean, his mind is in the wrong place, his intentions are wrong, but the overall fact is not wrong. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it, you know, you you have one group of people who looks at uh, abortion as literally kicking a fucking toddler down down a well or something right. you know and and another group of people that look at it well it's 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 not it's not really a person yet it's it's gotta you know there's gestation periods and shit like that I, I, you, you know and those two minds will never meet um that being said if you're the reverend guy and you have a pretty captive audience of people that are you know in the um hey it's the equivalent of kicking a kid down the well just go with that. You you don't need you don't need a lot more metaphors. If they really believe that's the equivalent of murdering a baby, just stick with hey, murdering babies. That's a dick move and move on. Like you don't have to go and what about these pedophiles who are doing too much fucking time in our prison system? You know? <laughs> like it's a, it's 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 a kid fucked to prison pipeline and these guys are doing way to free Kevin Spacey. Free Kevin Spacey and abortion. It's like, whoa, 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 you should have just gone with end abortion. Stop it. Stay in your lane. Yes, you you've uh, you've muddled things. You, were, is... I promise you, you weren't losing the pro-lifers with any of your uh, any of your pro-life rhetoric. There was no need to throw the pedophile shit in there. You know, that's like uh, 
that, that, that's like sitting there saying, listen, women's rights are being uh, fucking denied in Alabama. Every woman here has the potential to die in a, in a back alley abortion. And, you know, Harvey Weinstein, he fucked with way less women than this law in Alabama. You know? <laughs> Everybody hating on Weinstein. What about this Alabama abortion law here? Like, what are you, what, what are you doing? You, you, you had these, these, these pro-choice people with the pussy hats on. Why are you... Why are you bringing in Weinstein to the? <laughs> why, why are you just attaching a monster to your fucking argument? God, damn good points. You know, oh, you know okay. what it's like is it's like when when Snoop Dogg was attacking Gail King for uh, for for shitting on Kobe, and then he fucking put at the end of his video free Bill Cosby, and it's like whoa 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 that's a fucking bridge too far. Yeah, like the most. The, the, the people that were the most torn up about Kobe don't want him to be fucking tied to Bill Cosby, you moron. Yeah, it's not the same. It's two different things. Uh, just leave them. Um, all right, one more story, and then I want to back... Oh, two more stories, and then I want to backtrack on something. Uh, I don't know how many states have this where we have listeners... Um, uh, Iowa has a tax-free day. I don't know if every state does, uh, where you can go one day and buy. It's right before school gets back in session, so you can buy a bunch of school supplies, a bunch of clothes, and you don't get state tax. And apparently Tennessee has the same thing, a sales tax holiday, where you get to go buy something and uh, not pay tax on it. And Tennessee is making the news because uh, they are worried that if they put tampons on them, Women will just stock up on tampons for the year, and they will lose tax revenue over the course of the year because so many women will go out and buy a thousand dollars worth of tampons on the sales tax-free holiday that they'll they'll lose revenue, and they don't they don't want women taking care of their cycle at the expense of the state budget. Wait, That's so what, who, uh, who lawmakers the fuck? In, in Tennessee are worried about women stocking up on tampons, bomb shelters full of tampons because they will not have to pay tax. For one weekend on tampons. So they're 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 talking about a tax break for a weekend. Yeah, you know they do that in Iowa every week, uh, every year. There's one weekend or one yeah. day or a two day weekend where you just get to. It's usually around back to school, and that's what I said. Is I'm not sure how many states do it, but people go nuts and they buy a lot of clothes, they buy a lot of school supplies. It's just considered a a, a tax holiday, and Tennessee apparently has it too. And what they're saying is, I'll I'll do the math down here. They say the average woman spends one hundred and I just passed it. Damn it, I scrolled and then my slip, finger slipped. Um, they spend $120 per year on feminine hygiene products at a 7% sales tax in Tennessee. That works out to $8.40 per year. So if you have 1 million Tennessee women buying $120 worth of tampons in one setting instead of over the course of the year buying all their tampons, if they just go in and buy $120 worth of tampons on the sales tax-free weekend, they will lose... Eight million dollars because, <laughs> but I was yeah I found it such a weird article man I was skimming it and trying to find like who was who was the lawmakers that actually said that because it's just such a wild thing but then I thought about it and I'm like you know New York did the same thing last weekend and my girlfriend filled every fucking cabinet with tampons it's it's ridiculous man uh, I'm I got tampons coming out my fucking ears right now I um. I shoved a tampon up my ass just before this podcast because I was like, well, fuck it, why not? It was like a dollar cheaper for this whole box. I might as well. They're practically free. There you go. Well, and here's the thing is I have read arguments, and I'm going to go on record and say I agree with these arguments 
that there shouldn't be a tax on tampons anyway or pads because in Minnesota, there is no tax on clothes. They consider it a necessity. Nowhere is there a tax on food. You go to a grocery store, you buy a gallon of milk, you do not pay tax on that because it is a necessity. Women, it is a biological function to menstruate, so it is necessary for them to have tampons or pads, and I have read articles saying that they should not be taxed just in general, and that people are, the the states and budgets are profiting off women who have to buy these regardless. I think it's not a bad idea to throw uh, tampons or pads into the category of this is a necessity, don't profit off it, just make it tax-free in general. So it's yeah, funny you, you that... Either, you either got to do tax-free tampons or what? Subsidize IUDs. No periods with IUDs. There you go. In my state, they would do that. If I was the king of a state or however that works, I would have, I would have subsidized IUDs because those... Are as an atheist, I barely ever say this. A, a, a truly, a gift from God. Uh, not only don't you need to use protection, this doesn't get nearly enough press. You don't have to pull out, and they don't get periods anymore. It's fucking amazing. Yes, I everybody mean, only looks at the no pulling out thing. The lack of the period. Holy fuck, am I a big fan of that? And uh, I'm an anti-period extremist. I would fucking have these things for free in my state. Uh, the, the fucking uh, the the, in, the I don't care how much I need to raise the income tax. Free IUDs all around. And what's funny is happy thirteenth birthday. <laughs> it's your it's your Jake State Bar Mitzvah. Here's a fucking IUD. You don't feel the IUD. You'd think you would. It's this thing that's it's, it's attached. It's up in there without being too graphic to be uh, actually uh, awkward about it. And uh, when you're doing your thing, you're not you're not bumping against plastic like you well, think you would Well, now we're kind of getting in the mud on this. It kind of depends on where you get your IUD. Uh, don't get it on Groupon. <laughs> I've definitely heard mixed results. I could feel it at first. Not like a lot. It was just like a little, like two little fibers in there kicking around. I could, I could kind of feel it. Uh, just light little scratches, not enough to leave a mark or hurt, just enough to playfully let me know they were there. And then, I, I don't know, I guess I, uh, I whittled it to my measurements or whatever. <laughs> and uh, uh, over time, it was fine. Uh, all right. The That's last... why my state's going to have the good IUDs, you know? I'm not going to get uh, this fucking bullshit from Groupon. I'm not, I'm not going to get IUDs from Tijuana. Fuck that. Groupon was a good one. I was going to say back alley IUDs because that's uh, that's what everyone says is back alley abortion. You know, so go, back alley IUD. Uh, the states aren't funding their their IUD programs, and women women are dying getting IUDs put in in back alleys. It's bullshit. Yes, yes, yes. Mainstream right, media doesn't cover it, but goddamn it, we do here. Um, I, I want to go back to the beginning, one of the last two stories, and I don't want to harp on this too much because it uh, we, we already talked about it. I just forgot this headline as we were discussing it earlier. This is, I want to be the head of the, the DNC one more time because um, this is from February 10th, this headline. So it's right around the, the State of the Union. Trump goes on the State of the Union and says, we are living in the best economy ever. I'm the best president. We have more jobs. We have low unemployment. The economy's strong. I'm the best. And then right away says he, he's only offering a 1% pay increase, a pay raise for federal employees because he cites, quote, serious economic conditions. So he goes on TV and says everything's great, but yet if you work for the federal government, you do not get a, uh, 
people usually get raises that are in line with inflation. One percent is well, like, but that's you. You pulled that from a, a super fucking left wing source. I, I read an article from yeah, Fox. CNN. Mexico's <laughs> well, yeah, Mexico's going to pay for the other one percent. All right, you just got to wait a bit. You just so got to reelect them in twenty twenty, and Mexico will pay for the other one percent of your pay raise. So yeah, just just put that out there. That one day one is the economy's great, and the very next morning it's nobody gets a raise. Serious economic concerns. All right. Speaking of economic concerns, um, this is just a complete nothing burger, and I know you don't care because you don't watch football. Uh, Dak Prescott was set to make uh, above $30 million a year in his new contract with the Dallas Cowboys, and then he said, nope, not enough. Please let Dak Prescott break the bank in Dallas just because I don't want them to be able to surround him with good players. I love these quarterbacks that take all the money in the world, even though... And we've talked about it in this podcast, and every single sports pundit has talked about it. For years, Tom Brady went below market value so that he could be surrounded with players. And how many times have they been to the Super Bowl and won? Oh, that's right, six. And yet you take these other teams where they throw all the money at one guy, and then he has no receivers, or he has one receiver instead of two, or one running back instead of no offensive line, and they don't win the Super Bowl. So Having, having one amazing player on your team, even if he is the best at that position uh, the world has ever seen, if he's the only good player, doesn't end well. As a Lions fan, we call that the Barry Sanders effect. Okay, what would happen is they would hand the ball yes. to a running back named Barry Sanders, who was the greatest running back to ever play the sport. Uh, he would have to dodge, dodge six tackles before he made it to the line of scrimmage because his blockers were all disabled. They hired them on Craigslist. They paid these people with cheeseburgers and coupons to Walmart. They did not block for him at all. They would run right the fuck through the offensive line. Uh, he would he would still miraculously dodge all fucking six linemen or whatever and, and, and fucking get to the line of scrimmage half the time, gain yardage, and then the other time he would the the, the other half of the times he would he would get fucking hit for a loss the second he touched the ball. That's the way it went. And it's so depressing because he was such a good person and so loyal to the Lions and they he he could have had rings, he could have had a he did have a great career. He was Barry Sanders was was like he was the Jamie Lannister of the Detroit Lions. He fucking he he just went with them and got buried in fucking rubble while while that entire team got got attacked by dragons. And just he deserved so much better. And you know what, listeners, you deserve better. You deserve more podcasts from us. So uh, please, I, that was an odd segue, but uh, we deserve better. Everyone deserves better. Everyone deserves this podcast. Tell your friends to listen to this podcast. Write nice things about us. Share us. And uh, visit jakevever.com and visit nathantimmel.com. And thanks for tuning in. And thanks for telling your friends. Later. Later.